0: This is another MP3 podcast from 2NURFM at the University of Newcastle, Australia. 2NURFM 103.7, we're talking travel. Sally Lucas joining me, Jane Klein, today. We're doing a bit of leisurely touring. We are, and we've talked about Europe in many ways, shapes and forms over the years, Jane. And this, way, uh, this particular company I'm going to talk about today um, is really quite unique in its operation in that they do very leisurely itineraries which is you know the old cook's tour you know the fleeting one night here one night maybe an occasional two night whereas this this is tuesday it must be belgium that's right whereas they have a lot of three night stops which really lets you explore the destination and be based in one place so they're called albatross travel and they've been in australia since about 1995 but they're part of a global company so they've been going for quite a long time um all their um, departures are guaranteed which is something these days, and they're all no more than 30 passengers. So you're getting a more intimate experience, um, and obviously with that it means it doesn't take you as long to go through your sightseeing attractions if you've got 45 people or on a coach, you know, so it just keeps everything just that little bit easier, runs more smoothly. And I just thought we'd talk about one of their itineraries today, just to give you an idea of the sort of things they do. Um, Now, this one is 15 Wonderful Days from Munich through to Venice, and it's travelling through Bavaria, Slovenia, through to Croatia. So it's, it's a lovely part of the world to travel through, and I haven't been to Slovenia, unfortunately, but anyone that has says it's some of the most beautiful scenery you will ever see. And, of course, people may recall that this is part or once part of Yugoslavia. Like I can always remember in the old days, we, Yugoslavia was described as all of Europe in one country because it had the forests, the lakes, the rivers, the coastline. So you've got very beautiful scenery that you're travelling through. So you leave from Munich, and your first stop after Munich is to go to a place called Hohenschwangau, and you have actually three nights base there. And each of these places where they stay, they put you in a hotel that's got particular significance um, with architecture, age or history. So you're not just staying in a Hilton You know what I mean? You're staying in a hotel that's loaded with character and where they're sitting here, it's um, an old style wooded panelling coachman's room they've got in it and cocktail lounge, an octagonal restaurant and you've got full views over a castle and a veranda with with views of another castle. So this is quite an amazing place for you to put your feet up for three days well not that you're really putting your feet up i guess you're going to be doing lots of sightseeing but there's leisure as well they give you plenty of leisure time and then you go on to salzburg and you have a couple of days there then you go on to um, lake bled in slovenia which again i know is supposed to be one of the most beautiful beautiful lakes there that you could see and after lake bled you go to um, opatia in croatia And um, you have three days again there. So this is, you know, quite a different way of touring, as you can see. And then you end up um, uh, going into Italy near Trieste and you go to Castel Brando, where, again, you stay in a castle-like hotel perched up up on a hill around the Dolomite type region of Italy which is quite beautiful and you actually have three days again there and you finish and from there you actually visit Venice from Castel Brando and go down and visit Venice but you're sort of staying there and again you're based. Now these are as I said smaller group sizes there's no optional excursions or hidden extras with this company which is it's just something to be quite honest with you if you sit down and you get your brochure of optional excursions and look at the cost and convert your euros there's you know and look at entrance fees that aren't always included that's it's honestly not to be sneezed at to travel with a company that is offering you the all-inclusive factor. Um, and you don't have to worry about anything either, which makes it even nicer, doesn't it? You've got local glides as well as having your tour manager. So when you get to a particular area, you're going to be hosted by a local guide who's got that wonderful knowledge about the local area. And, for example, on this itinerary, which is 14 nights, you get a buffet breakfast daily. So it's not just a continental breakfast, so that gets you set for the day. And they've actually got 12 dinners included in that. So they've only got two more dinners to pay for and some lunches and really that's it. I mean you even have a horse and buggy ride at Neuschwanstein Um, there's cable car rides included, a boat ride on Lake Bled there's just so many inclusions far more than you would ever expect to see so just think of them and they also run Christmas tours if you'd like to get away for Christmas and they have wonderful inclusions on their Christmas tours. You'll come out on a cold day and they'll have mulled wine and canopies and things that aren't even mentioned in the itinerary. so just keep it in mind if you're thinking of a nice leisurely way of traveling whether it be this summer in Europe or winter they operate both seasons and I think the guaranteed departures and the inclusions are just a wonderful thing to have. Travel is the subject thanks to our sponsor Travel World on King on to a new RFM 103.7, and we're in Europe, Sally Lucas. We're still in Europe, Jane, and just to follow on from the itineraries we were talking about with Albatross, they also offer some wonderful itineraries in France, um, a 14-day, just a complete 14-day journey through France, which is quite unique, and again, you've got lots of long stops in there, like three d- nights in Amboise, um, two nights in Salat, and that's that lovely area in the Dordogne, which is famous for food and caves and all sorts of interesting things, and you and do Oh, and scenery, of course. Bordeaux and Bone, which is a wonderful old medieval city, uh, Lyon and, of course, Paris. And they also do another itinerary that does what they call chateaus, boulevards and battlefields. And this is another 14-day itinerary that, of course, is letting people have time in Paris and, again, some time um, down south in that Amboise area again, but also visiting those famous battlefields, which takes them, of course, into Belgium as well, into Ypres as well as all those other areas. So they're quite a diverse company. They've got lots of very interesting itinerary. So just keep them in mind if you're looking to do something in Europe that's more leisurely and a little bit different. Hmm. And moving right along, Italy. Well, that's fairly close to it. It is, isn't it? This is another company called Southern Italian Travel Specialist and that's all they do. So you're travelling with a company that really understands Italy, and they also put out some lovely itineraries if you're thinking of doing a nice little sojourn in Italy. I just thought I'd talk about a couple of them today. Um, this is a seven-day, the first one, Veneto and the Lakes. So you're going to um, – you meet in Treviso, and you actually then go to Bassano and Verona. And, of course, Verona is very famous for Romeo and Juliet, of course. And then from Verona, you go to Lake Garda, and of course, that wonderful lake district, which is quite superb. If anyone saw the latest couple of James Bond films, there was some magic. Scenes set in the lakes district of Italy there. Um, Como of course as well, you've gone to Stresa Lake Maggiore as well and then you end up in Milan which is fast becoming a very popular city and it's lost a lot of its industrial cloak like I guess we have in Newcastle and it's becoming quite famous uh, for its shopping and its cafes and restaurant lifestyle. So you know, you get into that, that and of course the famous opera house is there if you get in early enough and La you Scala. really, mm-hmm. yes La Scala you'd need to go online or you know check with your travel agent to help you but if you want to go to see something at la scala get in really early so you don't miss out very popular it is and that's a wonderful itinerary then there's another one they do that does tuscany and the lovely Cinque Terre area, of course, which is again is a fabulous part of Italy on the on the west coast. So this one starts in Florence, and you obviously have a couple of days in Florence. Then you move on to Lucca, and then on to the Cinque Terre, and you include Pisa and Volterra, San Gimignano, and back to Florence again. But it's showcasing all this wonderful Cinque Terre area with these lovely villages perched in these high cliffs all along that part of Italy to the northwest. So that's another lovely itinerary. These have got regular departures mainly in the summer months because that's when things, a lot of the hotels, as you may know, Jane, sometimes in these resort areas like in Greece and Italy, don't open during the winter. They don't get enough yeah, you know, usage mm. or custom. So a lot of these itineraries only operate in the summer months, like from roundabout June, July through to October, just to give you an idea. But yeah, so there's some lovely things for people to think about to do in Europe this year or next, whenever they may be travelling. But yeah, I mean, beautiful itineraries out there with lots of inclusions. That's our talking travel for today. Thank you, Sally Lucas. Thank you, Jane. And we'll be back next Friday after the one o'clock news talking travel on 2 a new RFM 103.7.